everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Sluts Podcast. I'm Claire. And I'm Sarah. And today we are recording in Sarah's bed. Um, we're taking this very seriously because we're talking about one of my favorite topics, and that's astrology. <laughs> Sarah doesn't respect that for some reason. I, just the way it's sometimes a little worse when we're actually together because I can see how you look at me <laughs> and all that because usually when we're on the computer I'm looking at like the Google Doc or I'm looking at something yeah. else and in person I can just see all of like your mannerisms and your facial expressions but um <laughs> yeah no I'm I'm pumped I mean you know a lot more about it and um understand it a lot more than I do but I'm happy to be along for the ride that said I don't know a lot I just fake it and I also want to preface this with, I don't necessarily, like, believe in all of this. I think there is some validity to the traits that the different signs are given, but I don't necessarily know if that's responsible, like, the stars did it. But I, I'm always like, well, it's right in the stars. It's the truth. It's just really fun. I think it's just very fun. It's like the little games you used to play in middle school and stuff. Like, oh yeah, the little fortune teller thing. It's just fun I stuff. I live for that stuff. Yeah. Um, this episode has been inspired by a question we got on one of our mini-sodes. And we were like, oh, we should talk about the different signs we've been involved with and our signs and all that good stuff. So I kind of wanted to start out by talking about... there's If you get your whole chart... There are so many different things, and I'm not sure about any of them, to be honest. Um, I'm going to start by talking about your sun sign, which is the sign that you know, probably, if you're like, if you're like, oh, what's your sign? You're going to give your sun sign. And then your moon sign and your rising sign. Um, Sarah, do you want to talk about which ones you are? And then we'll go into what they mean. Yes, so I am an Aries sun. I was actually born on the first day that Aries starts. Um, and I am a Leo rising and a Sagittarius moon. Okay, so I'm a Virgo for my sun sign. My rising sign is also Leo and my moon sign is Capricorn. And these mean different things. Your sun sign is your personality. Like that's who you are as a whole. Your moon sign is the second most influential part, and it talks about your inner mood and how you deal with emotions. And then your rising sign is how you present to others when you first meet them. And I think it's interesting that both of us are Leo rising, because I think that's on brand, at least for me, because I think I come out, like, Leos are outgoing in general, and I think that's how I come off at first, but I think I totally fit my Virgo sign better i um didn't know that leos were outgoing you didn't no i mean i i really only know some a few things about aries which is my son and then i know a few things about scorpio because abby always talks about hers well okay then i guess we'll revisit this i'll go through um i have this pulled up it's from astrologybay.com b-a-y not b-a-e um and it lists all the signs and then a very brief like description of them and there are 12 signs of the zodiac and i'm just going to go through all of them really quickly the first one is aries march 21st through april 20th it's the ram it's a fire sign it is the first sign of the zodiac and aries people are willful feisty self-centered courageous 
bold, foolhardy, independent, and straightforward. And they're compatible with Leo and Sagittarius, which is fun because that's your moon and rising. It or is. Back, yeah. Uh, okay, the next sign in the zodiac is Taurus, which is April 21st through May 21st. They're the bull. They're an earth sign. They are practical, creative, loyal, possessive, temperamental, sensually indulgent, down-to-earth, dependable, persistent, and practical, and they're compatible with Capricorns and Virgos, which are both in my chart. So find me a Taurus, I guess. Um, Gemini is the third one, May 22nd through June 21st. They're the twins. They're an air sign. They're curious, elusive, unpredictable, changeable, versatile, childlike, romantic, playful, friendly, talkative, and have a keen intellect. They are compatible with Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini, and they have a reputation for being just, like, kind of um, shady because they're the twins. They can be, like, two-faced. Next is Cancer, June 22nd through July 22nd. They're the crab. They're a water sign. They are cautious, protective, nurturing, secretive, instinctive, needy, sensitive, funny, empathetic, and deeply complex. And they go with Scorpio and Pisces very well. Next is Leo, July 23rd through August 21st. They're the lion. They're a sun sign. Or the ruler planet is the sun. They're a fire sign. They are provocative, demanding, goal-oriented, flamboyant, self-made, warm, outgoing, sincere, and loyal. They have um, a reputation for being just self-centered and, like, about them. They are compatible with Aries, Sagittarius, and to some extent, Libra. Next is me. It's the Virgo. Virgo is, its symbol is the Virgin. It's an earth sign. They're discriminating, obsessive, realistic, analytical, reliable, self-contained, knowledgeable, predictable, obsessive, street smart, detailed, and modest. They're um, also known for being like kind of judgy. And they are compatible with Taurus and Capricorn. Next is Libra, September 24th through August 23rd. They're the scales. They're an air sign. They're sophisticated, seductive, elegant, creative, witty, balanced, sociable, and maintain the status quo. They're compatible with Gemini and Aquarius. Next is Scorpio, October 24th through November 22nd. They're the scorpion. They're a water sign. They're intense, magnetic, erotic, challenging, secretive, powerful, broody, passionate, immovable, and penetrating. Um, their negative traits would be that they're jealous and unreasonable. And they're compatible with Cancer and Pisces. Sagittarius is up next. They are November 23 through December 22nd. They are the centaur or the archer. They're a fire sign. They're adventurous, hilarious, extrovert, romantics, spirited, unstoppable, generous, happy, open-minded. And their negative traits are they do not forgive very easily and they're pushy. They're compatible with an Aries and a Leo. Next is Capricorn, which is the goat. Uh, uh, it's not the greatest of all time. <laughs> it is literally the goat is their symbol. They are organized, respectful, devoted, classy, materialistic, serious, ambitious, and practical. Their negative traits are they can have a defeatist attitude and they overthink things. They're compatible with Taurus and Virgo. 
So when I have a thruple, I need to get involved with a Taurus and a Capricorn. As we know is inevitable. Yeah, yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, can you imagine? Oh, no, I can't imagine you in a thruple. I can't even imagine me in a couple. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, we got to work on that two people thing first. I have no desire for a thruple. Anyway, I'm glad that we've established that. <laughs> Next is Aquarius, January 21st through February 19th. The water bearer, um, air sign, original, idealist, rebellious, independent, inventors, open-minded, and honest. They are, <laughs> their negative traits are that they're unfaithful and unavailable emotionally. They're compatible with the Gemini and a Libra. And then finally, the last sign is Pisces. The fish, it's a water sign. It's the 12th sign of the zodiac. They are dreamy, erratic, creative, romantic, compassionate, elusive, head in the clouds kind of people. Their negative traits are they can be too sensitive and they're compatible with cancers and Scorpios. So I know that was a lot of me just like listing things, but that's a good um, basis mm -hmm. for the rest of what we're going to talk about. Now that you know some of the traits, what do you think about your chart now? I will say... Not thinking about my trait, I just thought it was funny that your sign was the virgin because <laughs> another thing that I think, um, like something else I think is really fun to do are name generators and oh, like, yeah. like if you were a drink or like if you had a drink name after you, it'd be called this or like if you were a superhero, it'd be called this and they're very silly and most of the time very stupid, but, um, yours once doing off of your initials, your drink was the mystic virgin. <laughs> And that's so fitting. That's my sign, the, the mystic version. Oh, yikes. Yeah, but back to the signs. Um, I can see parts of me being an Aries, um, which makes sense. It listed a lot of traits. Yeah. Um, but, like, feisty, I think I can be feisty occasionally and, like, stubborn. If anyone has seen me interact with my brothers, then they know. And when it said self-centered, I was like, yeah, I can kind of see that, too. I can be a little self-centered sometimes. But yeah, no. What about your rising sign? That's Leo. Do you feel like you present outwardly towards people when you first meet them like a I Leo? Think, yeah, I think I do. Because I try and be a little more outgoing than I naturally am. Mm -hmm. um, more like warm and outgoing and stuff. But And then what about your moon sign? Your Sagittarius. I gotta be honest, I can't remember what... Sagittarius are like, Sagittarius. they're very funny, they're very outgoing, they're very stubborn, they're kind of pushy. Um, yeah, and this is like my moods and emotions. This is how you deal with your internal self. Yeah, that feels right. <laughs> that, that feels on brand for me. <laughs> yeah, my sun sign's Virgo, I identify with that completely. I think I'm very analytical, like to a fault. I think that I'm kind of judgy, I think that I like to have a plan, I, that's very on brand for me. My rising sign is Leo. I think I present like that to people. I think I'm outgoing. Um, and then my moon sign is Capricorn. And that's similar to Virgo in a lot of different ways. But they're a little bit more overthinky, which is on point for my feelings. I think a lot about them. And so <laughs> I think that's on brand. Um, this is also determined by what time you were born and... Like, exactly what time, what day, and where. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if my location is exactly right. Or my time, to be honest. 
I, I don't know if we've discussed this in the podcast before, but I had the wrong city um, oh, no. that I was born in for the first, like, 13, 14 years of my life. I thought I was born in Charleston, West Virginia, which is the capital, and I was born in Clarksburg, West Virginia, which is not. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I didn't know. My mom was like, yeah, you were born in the hospital there. How did you how did you mess this up so bad? Well, how were you supposed to know you were an infant? I know. I, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember it so clearly. Um <laughs> reading it the first thing I did when I was born no I just for some reason because I had family like I have family in Bridgeport which is closer to Clarksburg but I also have family in Charleston and I just assumed because we'd visit them there I'm like oh yeah this must be where I was born (laughs) and she's like no you're wrong (laughs) wrong on that front um but I fixed it and that's what I did this off of was Clarksburg and I know the time I was born at like 1 30 in the afternoon I texted my mom about it but I don't I don't know. Okay. Let's talk about boys. So, when we were getting ready to record this episode, we went through a list of boys that we used to know, or still know in some capacity or other, that we were romantically involved with, or wished we were romantically involved with, and we figured out their signs. It's hilarious because I knew all of their signs and I knew none of their signs. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's a, a Pisces. I already knew. I was like, yeah, Pisces and Virgo for some reason. And you were like, oh, what? Yeah, no, I didn't know anyone's, like, birthday. I didn't know their signs. There's a couple people we couldn't even include because they don't have Facebook so, or they we don't have We couldn't look up their birthday. Yeah, and we couldn't look up their birthday. So I was like, oh, well. <laughs> and we're not going to text them. <laughs> and I can't. I don't have some of their numbers anymore. So. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So, I'm going to go through my boys. Um, my eighth grade boyfriend of three weeks was a Libra. Still is a Libra. I need to not speak in past tense. <laughs> as far as I know, all these Rest boys have not changed their birthday and they're all alive. So, Libra, the guy I had a crush on in eighth grade, is a Pisces. The guy I had a crush on in high school is a Pisces. The guy I went out with and have referred to as high school is a Libra. T-shirt's a Scorpio. Um, football's a Capricorn and fish pick is a Virgo. And then I was trying to think, cause I realized there was a gap in college. I like didn't have any boys with names in college cause they were all so fleeting, but there was three guys that I like kind of had a crush on in college and that's two Virgos and a cancer. And my list is much smaller. <laughs> and the guy that had, like, one of the guys I had a crush on in high school was a Scorpio. The other one was a Pisces. Um, a couple other we just couldn't find the information on. Uh, one of the guys I liked in college, study abroad, we discovered was a Libra. The guy after college was a Cancer. He's hair. Um, and... One of the guys that I just, like, hooked up with, <laughs> because we needed to really fill this list, um, was a Capricorn, and the actual love of my life, uh, Hosier, just because I needed to include more people, <laughs> was a Pisces as well. So, two Pisces for crushes. Let's see, I'm at one, two, three, four Virgos, two Pisces, two Libras, one Cancer, one Capricorn, and one Scorpio. The Capricorn and the Scorpio screwed me up worse than any of the other ones, though. They threw me for a loop. Just in general. Hmm. It's interesting that I liked these Pisces. I liked them for, like, a long time. Like, it was a number of years that I was involved 
in my head with these boys. And I think that's interesting because Pisces is opposite of Virgo on the chart. Like, what's opposite of Aries? I'll have to look it up right now. But, um, yeah, no, like, where I'm supposed to be, like, pragmatic, it, Pisces are, like, very ahead in the clouds. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really interesting that that's how that played out. I think it's very fitting that Hosier is a Pisces. Oh, yeah, for sure. The opposite of Aries is a Libra. Cool. And study abroad is a Libra. Yeah, I don't think that had any factor (laughs) in in ours. Because I, I don't know, I honestly can't remember the traits of a Libra again. (laughs) Libra is the scales. They're, like, very... Fair and I'm trying to remember the rest of them. I didn't commit Libra to memory because <laughs> it's not important to my uh, to my life to my people. Okay, let's talk compatibility. I have this book. It's called Sextrology, and I spent too much money on it. I actually went in on it with my other friend, and we bought it together. Although we don't have joint custody of it, I own it. It's I have it. I've taken it from him. Let's look at Sarah's compatibility with these different signs. So, as an Aries woman, your compatibility with a Libra man. We'll look at that one first. Okay, so it says, Allies from the outset sharing a need for sexual freedom and intellectual expression. As a couple believing themselves an exclusive elite, they have a cachet as others buy into the perception. In bed, she's the aggressor. How do you feel about that? Um, (laughs) the elite that cracks me up. Yeah, so I don't really think um that's super indicative of what our whatever we had was. Um, especially like above it all. Yeah, we we're just you know the exclusive elite. Um, we always had a need for that intellectual expression when we were together. Um, no, I don't know. That didn't, yeah, that didn't seem super descriptive of what went down. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Let's, on to the Let's next see. one. Okay. We do cancer. Okay. So, this would be you and hair, right? Mm-hmm. Aries woman and a cancer man. The attraction is subtle, less physically felt, rather more subconscious. Their pairing is anecdotal, an emotional cure for past pain. He provides the support she sought. She exercises ex-lovers. I would say that was opposite of (laughs) if anything. If anything. He was going through it and I was just like there to like walk him through it. Yeah. So I feel like that was that was opposite in our relationship. Mm. I shouldn't even call it that. In our like two months stint of knowing each other. Yeah. So none of these boys, except for my eighth grade boyfriend, were my actual boyfriend. So I can't even call them, like, my exes. I know. Like, these boys I used to know. (laughs) And, like, someone I spoke to once. Yeah, I met this guy once, and he's a Pisces. (laughs) That's my whole life. Um, Yeah, let's just do Pisces, because I want to see how compatible I am with Hosier when I eventually fall in love with him. Aries and Pisces. With this ultra-receptive man, she softens, stimulating maternal instincts. He's expected to clean up his emotional act or take his exit. Sex is no simple affair. She wants it long and hard. He's comfortable cuddling. <laughs> He's what I need. He's what I need to soften me. Soften my edges, Hosier. <laughs> we'll tag him in this. 
Oh god, I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if this would be the good jumping no, off point. Here's what point. we should do. We should tag that band. We saw Ho- we saw Hozier last night in concert, which is why he's like top of mind. Mm-hmm. And there was a band who opened for him called Balin. That was pretty good. But they will post anything you tag them into their um, Instagram story. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is tag Balin in this, and then they'll post it to their Instagram story, and there's a better chance that Hoser will see it. Hosier. Hosier. We've been saying his name all kind of ways. That he will see it from their page, and he will know that he needs to get... That's true. So, um, Balin, we don't know your uh, names or ages, but if you would like to drop yeah, how them. How old are y'all? Because you seemed quite young, but. Very impressive. Yeah. Made me feel inadequate. But Wonderful harmonies yeah. going on. Sarah bought your record. I did. Um, it's in my car right now. We listened to it on the way to Wendy's. <laughs> that tells you anything We're about how good they are. Life. <laughs> okay. So. I want to read you in Capricorn just because... You're curious. I Yeah, I have a motive um, to find this out. Aries woman and Capricorn man. If looking for complications, she'll connect with a complex cat man. <laughs> a messy match. Dramatic, chaotic, unclear. Extreme fantasies are comfortably expressed. Oh. This says gender bending, swapping, or S&M may be status quo. So that's uh fun. Um... I don't like the dramatic messiness of it all. Yeah. I just want the softening part. So never mind. Get with the Pisces. Forget. Forget Capricorns. Forget Capricorns. Sorry to all Capricorns. Capricorns out. Well, I... Maybe they have different, like, moons and risings and things, though, that'll mellow them out from apparently this drama mess that would Yeah, this book is just about your sun sign, so I don't really know how that goes. But, okay, let's talk about... Let's talk about me. So I guess I'm going to look up Virgo-Virgo compatibility because that's the most on my list. I have four Virgos. Wow. Okay. Virgo woman and Virgo man. Two exacting earth signs bound by matching modi operandi. They're an insular pair, cloistered as well as self-concerned. Neurosis is amplified, often labeled holier than thou, and maybe puritanical in bed. That sounds boring. Yeah, it does sound a little boring. Hmm. Fish pick is a Virgo. Does that feel appropriate to describe what goes on? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think it does. I was just looking at just looking at the list to see who's relevant anymore. Alright, let's look at Capricorn. Football is a Capricorn. Virgo woman, Capricorn man. They have a plan to work as a team, to prosper, to live in relative luxury. They play house, taking traditional roles. Sex is rarely a focus. Surprisingly, in some cases, the marriage is comfortably open. Well, but that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm. There's that. Let's do Scorpio. T-shirts of Scorpio. Uh, Virgo woman, Scorpio man. She's an open book. He's in search of something to write on. I hate that a lot, really quick. I just want to say. But does he have the whole story? She's a complex character. Finding middle ground may be difficult. Sexually, he's in control. She's grateful to be guided. I don't oh. think that last part was accurate at all. I that makes I don't like that. I don't like any of these. Um, they make me feel cringy. 
Especially that last one. That last one was not good at all. Like, there was no part of that where I was like, I could see it. Every part I was like, this doesn't feel good. I wonder what his right... He's like a cusp, though. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there's that. Yeah, does being on the cusp of something change Yeah, it? it matters, for sure. Because I'm on the first day of Aries, and I feel like that should be acknowledged. <laughs> I feel so, like we should definitely talk about me more, Claire. No, let's. <laughs> so if you're on the first day of Aries, you very well may have Pisces tendencies as well. That feels accurate, because I feel like I daydream a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the main thing that I think sometimes I can be a little sensitive, and I daydream a lot, so... Okay, let's talk about our friends. We also made a list of friends and what their signs were to see if we had any tendencies. Um, so I'm just, I'm not even going to say everyone's name. I'm just yeah. going to do, I included family and friends. So like my brothers yeah, my are brother's on, on here. here. Um, so there's Sagittarius, Scorpio, Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, Capricorn, Gemini, Virgo, Gemini, Taurus, Taurus. Hmm. So you have two Capricorns and two Taurus, but other than that... And two Gemini. Oh, and two Gemini. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking about that Lizzo song, where she's like, The old me used to love a Gemini, like a threesome fucking with him every night. I think about that a lot, too. (laughs) Um, That song is Soulmate by Lizzo. Stream it. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Lizzo is everything. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Mine... I have two Aries, and they're both named Sarah. All my friends named Sarah are Aries. Well, that's not true, but the two I hang out with the most. Um, Leo, Leo, Aquarius, Aquarius, Pisces, Sagittarius, Sagittarius, Scorpio, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Taurus, Capricorn. So a lot of Sagittarius. And Scorpio. I have one Scorpio. Two Scorpios. Two Scorpios. Jacob and Gabby are both Scorpios. Three. But I have two Leos, Leanna Thomas, two Aquarius, Corey and Joseph. A lot of pairs. A lot yeah. of pairs of friends. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't really think I have a tendency. I don't have any friends who are Cancers. I don't have any friends who have Cancers or Libras. I don't have any Libra friends either. Well, I say this. This is just the people we listed. We know more people than this. Oh, yeah, no. I hope that I know more than, like, ten people in yeah. my life. We're recluses. We only know these people. I don't know. I guess that means we just don't know, or, like, we aren't incredibly close to people we were born in the summer. I know that we're born in like certain months. Yeah, is what it boils what down about. to. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe is that like with school? You know how like there's cutoffs for stuff. No, because people in your grade could be born. In yeah, the that doesn't. Well, okay, that's where my philosophy about like how your sign affects your personality. When the cutoff date determines how old you are in your grade, mm-hmm. like Virgos typically are either the very oldest or the very youngest in their grade. And I think that um, the way that's spread out, I think that matters as to what your personality is a little bit. I read an article about this a long time ago, and I agreed with it, and I can't remember. About where whether you're the youngest or oldest in your group? Yeah, and about how that affects your personality and your zodiac sign. Oh. Yeah. Because I know someone who... So were you... I was what, old. You were the old? Because I, I know someone who was born in September, but she was the youngest of her group. Yeah, she was like that's a year how my mom was. Her birthday's not that far off from mine, but she like was a year younger... Ever, like, mm-hmm. when she graduated everything. Like, she started college when she was 17. Interesting. That is, that's weird. That, that's yeah. Weird. She mm-hmm. couldn't vote before yeah. getting in all that debt. Yep. So, we referenced the sextrology book that I have 
when we were talking about compatibility. compatibility. But this book is literally hundreds of pages long. This book has over 550 pages of just like sextrology facts. I say facts like there are any facts in this. <laughs> but we went through each section is probably like, I don't know, like 25 pages long. And we went through the Aries woman section and the Virgo woman section. And we or and I wrote down some um, things that stuck out about the person and I'm going to have Sarah read hers out loud, and we're going to go through it, and then we're going to read mine out loud and go through it, too. I would like to say, I feel like um, this list gets worse <laughs> as you go through it, but here we go. Um, so it starts off, and it says that Aries women, you know, they always have a plan. There's no drama or emotional entanglements they're more at ease with the opposite sex it said that they were a man's woman um unapologetic approach to sex requires no coaxing men seen as sex objects looking to avoid love ideal man is a rugged individualist with scant emotional needs and healthy libido okay i want to stop i want to talk about these individually yeah so like what do you think about what you've read so far what i think about what i've read so far is um Hates me as a very open person. <laughs> um, I don't like the whole man's woman thing, and I also don't even think it's true. I don't well, it's like think... a like a ladies' man, but a man's, <laughs> man's woman. woman. Um, that's what they call me, a man's woman. But I actually, I mean, I don't even really necessarily think that it's true because I don't think I'm more at ease with the opposite sex. Okay. Um, I think I'd rather like if I was going out, I'd rather pick a group of girls than yeah. a group of guys to go out with. Um. Let's see. Uh, my ideal man being a rugged individualist with scant emotional needs and a healthy libido. Um, I guess... I don't know. I guess scant emotional needs feels pretty right. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want them to be needy and clinky. Um, and then it keeps going on to say can be selfish, lacks compassion... Great difficulty with romantic commitment issues. Do you think that's true? Uh, I think everything but the lax compassion. I'd yeah, I think you're a pretty compassionate person. I'd like to think I'm compassionate. Um, I don't think you're selfish, but I'm not in your head. I don't know what you're like. I, like, I think I'm generous with my time and money. Every, but my yeah, thoughts, I was going to say, you're my, very generous. <laughs> like, last night she kept trying to buy the drinks when it was obviously my turn. That happened <laughs> twice. Um, every round is my round when I get tipsy. Um, but, like, I think my thoughts can be selfish, so, like, That's I'll... just part of being a person. Yeah, so maybe it's just, like, a healthy, normal amount of selfish. Mm -hmm. Um. What are your thoughts on the commitment issues? That feels right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's hard, it's also hard to say, though, because it's not like I've ever been in a long serious relationship but were you the one to cut and run because that was me for the longest um that was me i will say in late high school early college i was the one to cut and run um later on i would be like let's see where this thing goes and it didn't go well so Same. that's exactly me like in the past i was like yeah bye yikes oof but now i'm like oh i like this dude and he goes oh you like, like me? me i have to leave now yikes um, and then it keeps going and it says tendency to quit rather than communicate, which kind of, I feel like goes back to what we were just talking mm -hmm. about with commitment issues. 
Um, comparative sexual shopper. I don't even know if I entirely know what that statement means. Well, in context, it was like you were looking at men as products and you were only picking the guys with the features you liked. I feel like that goes back to the point above that says men seen as sex objects. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I just thought that was a funny phrase, so I wrote it down. I don't know if I see them as sex objects. (laughs) It's very reductive. Um, There's unable to bear the idea of being someone's high school sweetheart. I don't know if... I'm unable to bear the idea. I just don't think it happened. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm anyone's high school sweetheart. And I don't think it would have made me uncomfortable to think that they thought that. that phrase. High school sweetheart. Yeah. It just feels sticky. Like, it's like too sweet. Like, ugh. Um, Syrupy. (laughs) When... She's younger, she likes older guys. When she's older, she likes younger guys. Um, I guess that time will only tell with that. Yeah, we'll figure that one out. So do you like older guys now? I think I... Not too much older. Yeah. I would say one to like five years older yeah, yeah, yeah. is where I'm at right now. Um, I but definitely yeah. don't want anyone younger than me, but maybe, you know, when I hit 40, I'll be like... That 29-year-old mm-hmm. looking spicy. Spicy. <laughs> no, that's funny, though. We talked about this a little bit earlier while we were getting ready for this. But, like, as far as the older guys thing, like, I'll, I'll, there's a guy who's, like, one or two years older than me. And I'll be like, oh, he's older. He's got his shit together. And that's not true. He's, like, not, he, like, a year older than me means nothing. And I don't know why I'm like, oh, He's 26. He's going to have, like, 25, <laughs> yeah. 26. Like, it's not going to be any different. I stupid. When I think of older guys, uh, Take a Chance on Me plays in my head. Take a Chance on Me. And when I think of younger guys, uh, Does Your Mother Know plays <laughs> in my head. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, it also says that I love being single. Um, if she dates, she dates a pushover. Which, I don't know if I've ever even liked a pushover. Well, it's just because Aries have that reputation for being, like, like pushy and, like, mm-hmm. bossy and opinions. And they're, like, don't want to be dealt Challenged with Challenged on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, like, I can see from that perspective why they would think I would want to date a pushover. But I actually am incredibly indecisive, That's personally. why we work, because I make decisions. Yeah, you push me over, and I love it. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> That's my fear. I think I'm a bully a little bit, so thanks. <laughs> um, dates guys who aren't good enough after a working relationship allow independence and provides companionship and sexually acts on impulse. Um, I don't know about any of these. <laughs> <laughs> you don't date guys who aren't good enough for you? That's what it says in the stars. <laughs> the stars tell me that I'm just better than everyone. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, no, there was, it got a little bit more specific and it was talking about how I would purposely find people that are just like, yeah. I know aren't good enough and I know then I could like hold it over them. It yeah. was saying in the thing and I was like, that sounds so awful. And I don't think I would ever intentionally seek someone out just so I could be like, you know what? You know, I'm better than you. <laughs> Do it's what like, I say. You should be grateful yeah. for me. We're going to McAllister's. I decided. <laughs> I say that because I'm moving to Pennsylvania and they don't have McAllister's and I'm getting very upset about it. But I, I've only gone to McAllister's a handful of times ever. I just really like their salads and spreads. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Well, you'll find somewhere. <laughs> I know. That's going to be my new thing is finding a replacement McAllister's. If anyone lives in Pennsylvania, please uh, tell me where to go. So we referenced this astrology book that I have when we were talking about compatibility. compatibility, but this book is literally hundreds of pages long. This book has over 550 pages of just like sextrology facts. I say facts like there are any facts in this, (laughs) but we went through each section is probably like, I don't know, like 25 pages long. And we went through the Aries woman section and the Virgo woman section. And we, or, and I wrote down some um, things that stuck out about the person. And I'm going to have Sarah read hers out loud and we're going to go through it. And then we're going to read mine out loud and go through it too. I would like to say, I feel like um, this list gets worse (laughs) as you go through it, but here we go. Um, so it starts off and it says that Aries women, you know, they always have a plan. There's no drama or emotional entanglements. They're more at ease with the opposite sex. It said that they were a man's woman. Um, unapologetic approach to sex requires no coaxing. Men seen as sex objects looking to avoid love. Ideal man is a rugged individualist with scant emotional needs and healthy libido. Okay, I want to stop. I want to talk about these. Individually? Yeah, so like, what do you think about what you've read so far? What I think about what I've read so far is, um, paints me as a very open person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't like the whole man's woman thing. And I also don't even think it's true. I don't think. Well, it's like a a ladies man, but a man's (laughs) man's woman. woman. Um, that's what they call me, a man's woman. But I actually, I mean, I don't even really necessarily think that it's true because I don't think I'm more at ease with the opposite sex. Okay. Um, I think I'd rather, like, if I was going out, I'd rather pick a group of girls than yeah. a group of guys to go out with. Um, let's see. Uh, my ideal man being a rugged individualist with scant emotional needs and a healthy libido. Um, I guess... I don't know. I guess scant emotional needs feels pretty right. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want them to be needy and clinky. Um, and then it keeps going on to say, can be selfish, lacks compassion, great difficulty with romantic commitment issues. Do you think that's true? Uh, I think everything but the lacks compassion. I'd yeah, th- I think you're a pretty compassionate person. I'd like to think I'm compassionate. Um, I don't think you're selfish, but I'm not in your head. I don't know what you're like. I, like, I think I'm generous with my time and money. Every, but my yeah, thoughts, I was going to say, you're my- very generous. Like, last night she kept trying to buy the drinks, but it was obviously my turn. That happened <laughs> twice. Um, every round is my round when I get tipsy. Um, but, like, I think my thoughts can be selfish, so... Like That's I'll just part of being a person. Yeah, so maybe it's just like a healthy, normal amount of selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on the commitment issues? That feels right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's also hard to say though, because it's not like I've ever been in a long, serious relationship. But were you the one to cut and run? Because that was me for the longest. Um, that was me, I will say, in late high school, early college, I was the one to cut and run. Um, later on, I would be like, let's see where this thing goes, and it didn't go well, so. Same, that's exactly me, like, in the past, I was like, yeah, bye, yikes, oof, but now I'm like, oh, I like this dude, and he goes, oh, you 
like, like me? me? I have to leave now. Yikes. Um, and then it keeps going and it says tendency to quit rather than communicate, which kind of, I feel like goes back to what we were just talking mm-hmm. about with commitment issues. Um, comparative sexual shopper. I don't even know if I entirely know what that statement means. Well, in context, it was like you were looking at men as products and you were only picking the guys with the features you liked. I feel like that goes back to the point above that says men seen as sex objects. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I just thought that was a funny phrase, so I wrote it down. I don't know if I see them as sex objects. (laughs) It's very reductive. Um, Yeah. There's unable to bear the idea of being someone's high school sweetheart. I don't know if I'm unable to bear the idea. I just don't think it happened. I don't think I'm, I don't think Um, I'm anyone's high school sweetheart. And I don't think it would have made me uncomfortable to think that they thought that that phrase. High school sweetheart. Yeah. It just feels sticky. Like it's like too sweet. Like, ugh. Um, Syrupy. When she's younger, she likes older guys. When she's older, she likes younger guys. Um, I guess that time will only tell with that. Yeah, we'll figure that one out. So do you like older guys now? I think I... Not too much older. Yeah. I would say one to like five years older yeah, yeah, yeah. is where I'm at right now. Um, I well, definitely yeah. don't want anyone younger than me, but maybe, you know, when I hit 40, I'll be like... That 29-year-old mm-hmm. looking spicy. Spicy. <laughs> no, that's funny, though. We talked about this a little bit earlier while we were getting ready for this. But, like, as far as the older guys thing, like, I'll, I'll, there's a guy who's, like, one or two years older than me. And I'll be like, oh, he's older. He's got his shit together. And that's not true. He's, like, not, he, like, a year older than me means nothing. And I don't know why I'm like, oh, he's 26. He's going to have, like, 25, <laughs> yeah. 26. Like, it's not going to be any different. I stupid. When I think of older guys, uh, take a chance on me plays in my head. Take a chance on me. And when I think of younger guys, uh, does your mother know plays <laughs> in my head. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, it also says that I love being single. Um, if she dates, she dates a pushover, which I don't know if I've ever even like to push over. Well, just because Aries have that reputation for being, like, like, pushy and, like, mm-hmm. bossy and opinions, and they're, like, don't want to be dealt Challenged with Challenged on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, like, I can see from that perspective why they would think I would want to date a pushover, but I actually am incredibly indecisive, That's personally. why we work, because I make decisions. Yeah, you push me over, and I love it. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> That's my fear. I think I'm a bully a little bit, so thanks. <laughs> Um, dates guys who aren't good enough after a working relationship, allow independence and provides companionship and sexually acts on impulse. Um, I don't know about any of these. (laughs) (laughs) You don't date guys who aren't good enough for you? That's what it says in the stars. (laughs) The stars tell me that I'm just better than everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, there was, it got a little bit more specific and it was talking about how I would purposely find people that are just like. Yeah, I know aren't good enough, and I know then I could like hold it over them. It yeah. was saying in the thing, and I was like, that sounds so awful. And I don't think I would ever intentionally seek someone out just so I could be like, you know what, you know I'm better than you. <laughs> Do it's what like, I you say. Should be grateful yeah. for me. We're going to McAllister's. I decided. 
I say that because I'm moving to Pennsylvania and they don't have McAllister's and I'm getting very upset about it. But I, I've only gone to McAllister's a handful of times ever. I just really like their salads and spreads. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you'll find somewhere. I know. That's going to be my new thing is finding a replacement McAllister's. If anyone lives in Pennsylvania, please uh, tell me where to go. Okay, so in this book, it also, for each sign, it lists turn-ons. And we're going to play a game where you say yes, no, or pass after I read the whole list of turn-ons. I might skip a couple because these are a little bit much. Extra. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Younger men. Pass. Wait, no. I mean, no. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't okay. want that. Okay. Swarthy looks. I'm not even entirely With sure. I, I think like it, a pirate. That's I what I, th- I think like a pirate too. I'm like, ah, swashbuckler. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, so. Yes, no, or pass. I would say pass because I, I think I'm you neither way. Yeah. yeah. Rugged builds. Um, yes. Body hair, stubble, beards. Yes. <laughs> Large penises. <laughs> Uh, pass. <laughs> okay. Um, female, female, male, threesomes. Pa- no. <laughs> I keep thinking pass means no in my head. <laughs> Sex on the side. Like, physically laying down on I, my side? I, or, I like, on the side like, of a relationship? I think it's on the side of a relationship. Like, a la carte. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take some sex on the side, please, ma'am. Um, yeah. uh, no. Um, laborers, lumberjacks. Yes. Big hands. Yes. Meaty forearms. I just don't like the way that's I phrased. I hate the word meaty. meaty. Yeah. Because like as a I follow concept, a dog on Instagram that's called meaty. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Humiliation. <laughs> Wait, my turn. Like by me being active, so you would be the one humiliating them. Oh no. Um. No, I don't think humiliating people does it for <laughs> really? me. Really. One night stands. Mm, pass. Strangers and casual sex. Why are all of these like I'm some? Because that's what it says <laughs> in the stars. I'm just reading. I didn't write this book. Take it up with Starsky and Cox. Um, I'll pass. I'll pass it off. Male strippers. Um, pass. I've been to a male strip club. It did. It was, um, just vaguely uncomfortable yeah i don't i can't i've not been but it I was for imagine. a bachelorette party it wasn't just like a tuesday night and i was like i know where i'm going tuesday <laughs> um role reversal um pass no no I, no you're like no that's a no <laughs> yeah um locker rooms just like being in that says male locker rooms um, no, because I feel like that just invites, like, there being so, like, it makes me think there's just going to be a lot of people around. Okay. And then the last one is sweat and body odor. Body odor? I don't Sweat? Know. It's like, oh, like, they were just, like, working hard, like, glistening sweat, I feel like could be a nice thing. But the accompanying body, body odor, odor is very makes it go to a no. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all that's listed for there. Um, I guess we'll switch, and it's... Time, time to go through mine. So, mine says, Earth Mother, powerfully feminine, a force to be reckoned with. Um, I don't think I'm powerfully feminine. I wouldn't say you're powerfully feminine either. I would say you sometimes are feminine. I do wear dresses, but right now I'm not very feminine at all. 
I have like a t-shirt and shorts on tonight. That you got like burger yeah, sauce on. Yeah, I have on. burger sauce on my shirt. <laughs> Thanks for outing me. This is a podcast. <laughs> I, eh, yeah, I'm messy. Um, I also don't feel like an earth mother. <laughs> like that just doesn't sound like. You have succulents. Me. I do. And they're not dead yet. But my fern, my poor Talk fern. Talk about being an earth mother. <laughs> my poor fern is dying and I need to just accept it. Okay. Um, accessibility and fragility inspires a man's protectiveness and lust. I don't think I have come across as fragile. I don't think you come across as fragile either. So that's confusing for me because you seem like a very well put together person. Thank you. Um, especially... In, I mean, not that I've ever just been a fly in the wall for your romantic endeavors, but from everything you've told me secondhand about mm-hmm. how, like, conversations and dates and things have gone, you just seem very straightforward, very well put together, and it always confuses me, men's reactions. Yeah, they've confused me as well. <laughs> um, hence the podcast. Hence the podcast, yeah. It says, eager to please a lover? Perhaps. Um, possessing sex appeal long after other women's charms have faded. It was basically like, you're gonna, you're just gonna pull guys forever. And I was like, sweet. Love to hear it. Expects to be worshipped. I don't think that's true about myself. I don't know how you would, like, respond. Not well. (laughs) If a guy were to suddenly be incredibly, like, worshipping and... All like incredibly lovey dovey. I would and probably crazy. freak out and leave. I know. I like it. Sound. I you guess have it to sounds... trick me into like mutual like like <laughs> like I have to like you first, and then we have to be real casual about it. Admit like okay, there's a dude coming into town this weekend who I've been talking to forever. I say forever. It's been like several months, and we have plans to get together. But I was felt way too vulnerable to ask him. What night? <laughs> like, that's the kind of, like, I was like, Friday, I gotta be more chill about this, but I asked him, and we're gonna do something Friday, but, like, that was a lot for me. <laughs> so, like, if some guy suddenly just, like, worshipped me, I don't think I could. Like, if he had responded to me, like, I can't wait to see your lovely face, I've been looking I forward been like, to this for oh, weeks. I don't have a face anymore, I have to, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 we have to, like, pretend like it doesn't matter. Oh, God, I hate that about myself. But, yeah. No, I don't really want to be... I don't expect anything. I expect to be disappointed. Um, <laughs> this is fun for me. This next part um, talks about how guys think that they're not good enough to date Virgo women. They, like, think Virgo women are, like, great and beautiful and, like, have their shit together and they feel inadequate. So, most of the time, Virgo women... Like, they're single. Like, they're alone because everybody is intimidated. I thought that was funny. I mean, it was appropriate for you because, <laughs> as I said, I feel like you're very well put together. Um, but it just was so opposite of what mine said about me purposely finding, like, trash people and then rubbing in the fact that they're trash in their <laughs> face. <laughs> Oh, of course these are opposites. What an odd couple comedy we are. We are, yeah. Um, let's see. Virgos may suffer from emotional blocks, which we've already discussed just now. <laughs> talking about my fear of vulnerability to the point of it being stupid. Um, but they may be neurotic and overly dependent on siblings, which is true. Shout out to Jack. Uh, 
for letting me yell at him when I was trying to set up my new phone a couple weeks ago. I just FaceTimed him and yelled at him for a while, and I appreciate that. Uh, he puts up with a lot of my shit, and I think I am overly dependent on it. <laughs> so, they got me there. I am neurotic and overly dependent and have some emotional blocks. Don't at me. Okay, next it says, intimidating to most men, placing tremendous expectations on anyone she's involved with. If your tremendous expectations are telling me what you freaking want, then yeah, I put tremendous expectations, but that should be like the bar is on the floor. Yeah, no, and they refuse to sip over it. They're like yeah, digging they're like, underneath yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. to tunnel around it. Um, so if that's intimidating, I'd rather be alone. Fuck off. Uh, this next one says she likes grown-up men. She doesn't want uh, little boys. That's who good. Can't, who can't, not like, I mean, she doesn't want children, but it's like, it's talking about like immature dudes. Mm-hmm. So like she wants a guy who's got his shit together, which like, yes, correct. Yes. Um... This next one says gives off a big sister energy, which is another reason that guys have a hard time, like, getting involved with her. They like her. They think she's cool. But it's, like, kind of, like, a protective mothering force as opposed to, like, a romantic one, which is a bummer. Um, Which I think is probably true to a degree in my relationships with anybody, like, with just people. Um, it says, Virgo woman is most attracted to a man who is rough around the edges and self-realized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and this part I thought was, uh, real, um, upsetting. Um, it takes years for her to form a healthy relationship, and she usually doesn't settle into one until she's around 35 to 42 years old. That's, A, incredibly specific, and B, a little grim. Well, I didn't write this down on yours, but each sign, based off of what order they are in the Zodiac, has Mm -hmm. an age range that's associated with them. Your age range for Aries is zero to seven. I'm sorry. So you're, like, playful, like a kid. Oh, I thought this was when I was going to find, like, a romantic partner. No, No, but the woman's age, or the Virgo woman is 35 to 42, which is... When she settles into who she is in relationships, oh. but you you've got it, it's different meanings based off. Of I'm different. a child. Yeah, cool, cool, I've been cool. middle aged since I was born. <laughs> um. So if you want to do some of your turn ons, sure. Let's go for it. Yes, no pass. And some of these I'll just like put together because yours is a lot. I gotta say, like. Um, kinky stuff. I skipped some of yours because There's, of that. Well, it's a, that's, I feel like most of it. Um, okay, okay. so, uh, the first ones are high power creatives, rockers, painters. Sure. Um, facial hair. Yes. Hygiene. Yes. Circumcision. Pass. <laughs> um, business suits, bosses. Yes. Um, Ripped condoms, tantric techniques, toys, vibrators. Pass. <laughs> Tattoos, piercings. Ah, uh, uh, no. I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not, like, opposed to, like... I'm not, like, into tattoos. But I'm not, like, opposed to tattoos. But piercings, I... Uh, no. Um, a pico grease. Yeah. And then there's maid secretary role play. Uh, pass. You also have humiliation. Active or passive? 
Um, it doesn't, like... Because the answer is no, but I want to know what it says about <laughs> me. I'm like, because that matters. It's confusing because it only says, so it says, um, Dr. Nurse Fantasies, and then... Sure. Passive, light SMM. Oh. Passive is the receiving. And active is the doing. So I don't know if that was describing um, the Dr. Nurse Fantasies or the uh, It's probably a separate thing. S&M. Um, I don't know. Pass. <laughs> Just pass on all Just of Just passing all of these. I don't want to. Uh, navels. <laughs> uh, no. That's a solid no. Um, corsets. Garters. Like wearing them, I guess. Like if I they would, make you yeah. feel yeah. more in the mood by like putting that type of stuff on. Probably pass. Or probably no. High leather boots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For me, I love them. And then one of the best ones is uh, Dungeons Goths. Oh, that's a no. <laughs> it's a hard no, my friend. You know what gets me going? A dungeon. Yikes. <laughs> I love navels and dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> They've got me down to a T. Oh, God. Well, I think that's pretty much all we have on this. What are your final thoughts? Do you feel like uh, the stars are telling the truth? Or do you think you're... My final thoughts are that it feels pretty grim for for an airy sun woman. Um, just because, I don't know, it painted a, not a pretty picture for us romantically or sexually, I guess. Um, but otherwise, I don't know. I found this whole thing to be really fun and funny and I enjoyed it. I don't know if there's any huge takeaways. Other yeah, no, than, this is all pretend. Other today. than just tell me your birthday straight up so I can know because I didn't know like anyone's birthday <laughs> that I had ever talked to. Except for my friends. I did know close friends and family's birthdays. Um, I just didn't know any like romantic partners' birthdays. Oh, I have an anecdote we can wrap this up with. Oh, perfect. We were out. It was me and my two Sarahs. We were out downtown and we were at AC's, which is a bar in Charleston. And we had been drinking for a while prior to this. This was the last stop of the night. This was the same night that you bought the food for those two guys in line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're in ACs and there's this guy. He is um, not my type. He's got a bunch of dreads under a really big hat. But he's standing next to me. And his opening line is, hey, what's your sign? And me, being a little bit drunk and just overly into astrology, was like, oh, I'm a Virgo, what's your sign? And I don't remember what his sign was, but I started talking to him for a long time. And then he was like, hey, I bet you won't give me your number. And me, who can't back down, was like, I will too. And I gave him my number and he called me and I threw the phone across the room. <laughs> I want to say either his actual name was Leo or his sign his, was Leo. His name was Leo. His name was Leo? Yeah. I don't know if he actually was one yeah. or not, but that's pretty funny. Anyway, but the moral of the story is if you ask me, hey, what's your sign? I'll talk to you. <laughs> I love that like years ago when we were in like middle school and stuff like that, like entering high school, that was such a cliche, like, Hey, oh, baby, what's your sign? Yeah, like, everyone made fun of it. They're like, ugh, don't ask people their signs. And now that, like, astrology and, like, all the Zodiac stuff has had such a resurgence, either, like, jokingly or seriously, mm-hmm. um, that that's very much a real thing to ask. Like, people actually are genuinely interested or, like, think that it's a good conversation starter at this point. So, would you, if you found out somebody's sign, would you let that affect your getting involved with them or not you're like oh i'm not touching another libra um probably not um i probably wouldn't let it affect my relationships just because i know 
being an Aries woman, not all of that is fitting for me. So, you know, maybe not all yeah. of it is fitting for them. You gotta figure out their moon sign. Yeah, and their... Their rising. Their rising. Um, then I'll make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> a more informed decision. Um, no, I probably... I mean, it seems the trend is I never even learn it. So, um, I probably won't take it into consideration. Or, like, I'll be in too deep and I'll be like, oh, no, it's a Capricorn. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's never stopped me before, and I always figure it out, like, immediately, because I'm like, gotta look at our compatibility. And it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. That's our takeaway for this episode. Yeah, um, yeah, nothing Nothing matters. matters. Thanks so much for listening. Um, we will have a mini-sode up for you next week. If you like this, let us know. If you didn't like this, be kind, but also let us know. Our DMs are open on Instagram and Twitter. We are at the Lonely Sluts on both of those. We also have a Gmail, the Lonely Sluts at gmail.com. Tell us what your sign is. We want to know. Is it true? Like, is it true to you? Is it true to you? Alright, we'll talk to you again later. Bye!